Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is David Michael. And I'm Michael Carter. And we are Ridiculously Bored. Hello, Michael. Hello, David. How are you doing? Pretty good. Yourself? Um, pretty good. You having a good week? I am. I am. All right. You have a smile on your face, so that's good. We'll get there. Because you're um, about to drop something on me? We'll get there. <laughs> um, how do you feel about taking responsibility for yourself? <laughs> that's such a loaded question. <laughs> so last week, your words were, you know, Michael... You said the Sudan, and that affected me, and so I said the Ukraine. No <laughs> accountability on your own. You, you immediately shifted the blame to me. I was listening to the episode, because I, I actually listened to it once, once it goes live, and I was like, that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I have such a bad memory to begin with, so the fact that I don't listen to prior episodes always comes back and, and, uh, and bites me in the ass, for sure. All right. So another thing I learned last episode, you talked about how you guys go out to Chicago a lot, so you don't want to stay with your friends every time. Because well, I don't you, want to impose. Right. You're imposing on them. You, you, right. It's more of a burden because you go there more than they come and see you, which maybe it's just a coincidence, but I'm coming to see you next week. <laughs> which is also a burden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's like there was a subtle undertone there. <laughs> I don't um, think there was. I think you, hotel, you inserted right? that. You're staying at Hotel David. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, so while we're on last week's topics, yes, you, you're my marketing director, right? Because ironically, my background is in marketing, but I can't do everything for the show, right? So you have to do something. So I give you a little breadcrumbs here and there so you can seem like, you know, you're actually being useful. All right. So for the listeners, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but that fake that makes me feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> there were no undertones there. It was all overtones. I want to remind people when David and I bought the website, I paid fifty one percent. That's a fact. All right. That is a Go fact. ahead. Go ahead. So anyways, I'm I'm making fun of you because I'd love to make fun of you because you're so kind and you know, good hearted. Yeah. And anyway, and you make fun of me every chance you possibly get. And I'm going to choke you when you sleep when I'm <laughs> <laughs> So in preparation for the episode getting released last week, you posted on Facebook and I think Instagram as well, because I, I think they're one and the same now. And uh, the, the grammar wasn't, it wasn't your finest moment. So here's the thing. You, I did once before I did what we call the tease, right? I put a little something out. You were like, I love it's, this idea. No, we it's should a great do idea. it as much as it's possible. It's an absolute great idea if done correctly. So what happened was, this is my fault. I did it in a rush. I was at a place that had bad reception. I was waiting on somebody. I was at a place that had bad reception. So I typed the wrong word or spell check changed it, whatever. I mean, maybe I'm like you and I'll blame other people. No, spell it was a sentence full of valid words, but they just didn't read <laughs> in coherence. <laughs> well, I, I write like stream of conscious sometimes and that's, that's what I was doing at that time. So I think... It either I either used was when I should have used were or something like that. So your daughter <laughs> chimes in. Oh, I love this. I love this. Major wise ass on, I think it was on Facebook. She's going on and on about. No, no, no. How, she didn't go on and on. She said one sentence and I, I almost peed my pants when I read it. She said, and I quote, I had a stroke trying to read that. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, of course, being the one who types it, I reread it, and I'm like, seems fine. <laughs> See, that's the that's the real problem, actually. Is and, I was and you like, and I went fine. back and forth for like ten minutes, and I'm like, dude, reread it again. This time slower. I was at a place. The reception was so bad that when I got your messages, I couldn't even like open Facebook to get the thing. So it was really frustrating me. So I was like, you either tell me what is wrong or I'm not changing it. <laughs> because you're like, you like my mother growing up, you're like, it's a, it's an embarrassment on me if you're spelling this wrong or doing this oh, wrong. Oh, no, no. It's not embarrassing at all. I, it's, it's, it's material is what it is. It's comedic material. So we started going back and forth, your daughter and I, um, in relation to it. And then she started chiming in. Basically, I guess this is what a GED gets you. <laughs> <laughs> so this this is the typical i think the saying is youth is wasted on the young right this is typical a young kid who knows it all and, and to be fair she does <laughs> she does she's yeah. 21 she's also yeah. not that young anymore yeah. and she's she is way smarter than me i'm not even questioning that but your but, kids are smarter than you so that's not saying much <laughs> my, my cats are <laughs> uh, um so She's making fun of my GED. So I'm like, well, I'm like, you let me know when you get a GED, college diploma, a master's, and you're a CPA, then we'll talk. So we went back and forth a couple times. So I, I decided, and I had to do it before we recorded this episode. I read, this, is, this is so petty. Anybody, <laughs> this is so petty. I, it, I'm, I'm embarrassed that I had to do it. Not that I wanted to do it, because I'm like, I have to do this. I sent her a picture of my pay stub. Oh shit! And I said, "This is what a GED, GED gets you." <laughs> she never told me that. That's awesome. I, I, only, I just sent it to her recently, just before we recorded. Oh really? Because I didn't want her to tell you before we recorded, so I waited till today. <laughs> That's hysterical. So now yeah. I'll know how, how much you make. Yeah, you could have asked me. I would have told you. Not on the podcast, <laughs> but I would have told you. <laughs> All right, I had to get that one out of there because that yeah. was uh, pretty pretty damn funny. Uh, and, you know, my daughter's super smart, super witty. Uh, don't know where she got that from because I'm neither. Yeah. The mailman was hilarious, I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the other things that happened in a prior episode, and I can't remember, again, I don't listen to them, so I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before. I think it was last episode. We were talking about Pepsi versus Coke. Yeah. Right? And I think I was, yeah, it was last episode because we were talking, and I was saying, how could you not tell the difference? Because Pepsi is a lot sweeter than Coke. So my wife, the genius that she is, wants to call bullshit on that. So she went out today, <clears throat> actually yesterday, we haven't done it yet though, and bought a bottle of Pepsi, no sugar Pepsi, diet Pepsi, Coke, no sugar Coke, and diet Coke, and she wants to give me a blind taste test. So she wants to do the Pepsi challenge. Tell her that's a real original idea in 1986. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, she might not even have been born. <laughs> she was not. <laughs> and I think you just did tell her. So anyways, it was, yeah. So we, I literally have a fridge full of fucking soda products that I will never drink, with the exception of the Diet Coke, because that's like the only one. Well, why don't you but, wait till I get out there and we'll do, uh, maybe we'll kick it YouTube old style and we'll do an episode where we record and do a blind taste test. Yeah, we can do that. Here's the problem that I have with it. If you, if you sit me down blind taste test and do Coke versus Diet Coke, I tell you in, in a second, which one is Coke and Diet Coke, right? Coke versus Pepsi. I can tell you in a second, which one is Coke versus Pepsi, Pepsi versus Diet Pepsi. I can probably, even though I don't drink Pepsi, I could probably tell the difference, right? Cause diet sodas have that kind of weirdness to them. 
Um, now add in the no sugar variants and all bets are off. Because from my perspective, the no sugar variants taste pretty close to the original. So I don't know that I would be able to tell the difference if you gave me all three. Like well, I, I can definitely tell Diet Coke, right? But I wouldn't be able to tell the difference between Coke and no sugar Coke and then Pepsi and no sugar Pepsi. Well, what I love about those comments is you came out pretty hot there and this is recorded. So when you get hopefully all of them wrong in a couple of weeks, <laughs> I can go back and point oh, out. Oh, no, that no. I, I'm, I'm willing to bet money on, on my Coke versus Diet Coke, Pepsi versus Diet Pepsi. I, I feel like those are so distinctly different tasting that uh, if it were like Mountain Dew versus Diet Mountain Dew, I'd say, oh, you know, those are a little bit closer, but no, I'm, I could still tell the difference. All right. Taste test challenge coming up, people, in a couple weeks. It is on. Uh, when I'm out there. All right. Moving on. All right. So, David, what do you read in the bathroom? Or are you one of those uh, poogles, which you poop and Google on your phone? No, do you do? I don't Google hardly ever because um, I know it all. But uh, I do oh use my phone. <laughs> I do use my phone in the bathroom, which means don't ever touch my phone because you might get pink eye. Yeah, you're not kidding. So I, if we go all the way back to episode one, I talked about how I poop naked. Right, I'm very quirky when it comes to the bathroom. I have a rule of if it goes into the bathroom, it can't come out of the bathroom. So you won't so take your phone in the bathroom. I. I I'll, if I take my phone in the bathroom, it's like in my pocket or once in a while, I'll put it in the corner and play like a podcast. But you but won't take it out. No, I won't take it out and I won't use it when I'm in the bathroom. Wow. This also... What do you think? Your shit just fucking like aerates the whole place and gets all over everything? I, I just, I don't know. No, I can I, see like when you wipe your ass and maybe you get like little dust particles flying everywhere. But I mean, just actually being in there. But your hand's also on your dick. You got to tuck your dick in, right? So... I think we talked about this before. Most times, my dick is cleaner than my hands. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It says something for your hands and your dick, but um, <laughs> but yeah. But still, I, there's. I get it. Like the idea is, your dick's been indoors all day. If it comes out to play, it's cleaner than your hand, who's been touching everything, yeah. including your phone. Yeah. So m my rule goes to magazines as well. So when a magazine goes into the bathroom, when it's done being read, it goes into the garbage. There's no. Oh, I read half of a story. Let me take this on the plane next week. Nope. Once it goes into the bathroom, it's done. <laughs> That's how COVID happens. Right. So the problem is, it's not, it's not a wet shop bathroom. I'm <laughs> 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 just hosing myself down in the middle of the bathroom. You know, a lot of um, the Australian bathrooms, they have, and very smartly, I don't know why we don't do it more. They have a grate in the middle of the bathroom. Like, so even if your toilet overflows, the water would go in there and you wouldn't get it into like the fucking rest of your house. And some of them are like these big open rooms where you could, in essence, um, take a hose off the shower and just fucking get it all over yourself. But that's beside the point. So bathroom reading. The problem that I have right now is slowly but surely because the industry has changed and print magazines aren't a thing anymore. All the magazines that I used to bring in the bathroom, they're not printing anymore. They've stopped printing the Harley magazine. They've stopped printing Entertainment Weekly. Oh. So I don't have bathroom reading anymore. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I'm looking for suggestions. If anybody wants to send to ridiculouslybored at gmail.com what I should do. I have in the past, though, I have a little bit of a loophole. I've gone to the library and gotten a book. I'll be honest. It was a comic book, but it's still a book. <laughs> what did you call it? A book. No, no, no. The, the library? Place that has the library. Okay, thank you. What did I say? I said library. You said library. 
I wonder where your daughter gets her shitty attitude from. <laughs> um, you gave her your height. You gave her your shitty attitude. <laughs> so at the um, biblioteca, I, um, I'll go there and get out a comic book, usually like a graphic novel. I'll bring that in the bathroom. I'll read that. And then when it's time to return it, I go in like almost like hazmat style. I go in with like a, a, a paper bag or a plastic You know, there's a bag. whole Seinfeld episode dedicated to this that exact thing. No, that they do that. They take a, a book in the bathroom. Yeah. George Costanza goes to like a Barnes and Noble and he grabs a book and then he, and he was bragging about it beforehand. He, he grabs a book and then he goes to the bathroom and he reads it while he's taking a shit and then leaves and, and they like make him pay for it. And they're like, no, that book's been flagged. No, that book's been flagged. <laughs> it's pretty actually pretty, pretty good episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I don't remember that, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't have anything for you, man. I'll tell you what I do do. Um, I wordle. Um, so that's usually something that I save for the bathroom. I ESPN, yeah. like I'll catch up on sports scores. It, you know, stuff that can be done in like, you know, a minute or two minutes. I don't spend a whole lot of time in there. So. Maybe I'll have to, oh, that's where I get my quality reading done. Maybe I'll have to like put my phone in the corner and have a discussion with Siri. <laughs> Siri, tell me how the Mets did today. <laughs> Siri, do this. Siri, do that. Maybe that's so, what I'll have to do. I mean, are you in there for like a half hour? Like what, what's the deal here? Like I try and get in and out in a couple minutes. I am in I there. I want to sit and stew. I am in there past when the shitting is done most of the time. If this is pre-knee injury, pre-knee injury, I go in, I read something, I'd go to the bathroom. If I was in the middle of an article and I was just sitting there for a couple extra minutes, you got to juggle getting up before your leg goes to sleep, right? Because then it's then <laughs> Jesus it's, Christ. Yeah, it's a difficult process when you get up at that point because you're trying to wipe your ass while your leg's giving out. Um, since the surgery, it is just go in, get it done, and come out because it's it's uncomfortable, right? Sitting right. has been uncomfortable. So Still? It's better for sure, but it's still uncomfortable. Now I can sit for an hour, hour and a half. But then I have to go. I got to stretch. I got to lie on the couch for five minutes. So yeah, I still uh, sitting is still painful. Jesus. Yeah. Was it worth it? Uh, I'm not at that point right now. So they say you get to a point for your knee surgery where you go from this is painful to I wish I didn't do this to oh not bad to oh I'm glad I did this. Mm -hmm. I am still at the I don't know why I did this stage. Right. <laughs> so we'll see. That's weird because beforehand we were talking about it and I remember like it was sold to you like, hey, you're going to walk out of here. Yeah, it was. And I and I did walk out, but with a walker and a bunch of pain. <laughs> How's your week been? Oh, uh, week's been good. All my teams won in the last, it's a rare, it's a rare day where you hit all the sports. Obviously there's no football, but all my teams won today and yesterday. So uh, I, I'm, from a sports perspective, I'm having a great week. You're doing good. Uh, I'm doing good. Doing really good. Uh, I, this is the first week where I haven't been out of town. <laughs> so <laughs> from a hangout with the family perspective, I'm doing fantastic. Although we are going to Vegas in, in exactly a week. Yes. So, uh, so, but that'll be fun. Well, at least I'm part of this trip. I don't give a shit about your other vacations you took. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you one thing, though. Um, I've been trying to stay off of Facebook for, for various reasons. But I just... I get easily triggered by just people saying stupid shit. Okay. And I, to a point of where I want to respond and, but I don't. So I just kind of like, I have to like, just put it down. So but occasionally, be go before, ahead. Before you go into it, can I just point out how smoothly you've become to working into 
like QAnon type things and Trump rants and oh no no this is this is neither but this is close this is close uh so I'm on Facebook and we have this group for my town okay it's a fairly small town it's a it's a small chunk of Phoenix and it has a has its own name right it's rare that you know you have a city you know, like if you're in, if you're in Manhattan, you've got Soho, you've got Uptown, you've got all sorts of different places, right? Um, so my area of Phoenix has a name and there's a, there's a Facebook group for all the people that live in that area. And it's not small. I mean, there's like 150,000 people. So it's not, you know, it's not like a small town, but it is, it is what it is. Anyways, they have a, they have a group and everybody like chats and Hey, you know what? I'm looking for a plumber or why is there a helicopter overhead? You know, what are they looking for? That type of stuff, right? And there's this one guy and really nice guy who just posts thought-provoking questions that usually devolve into this utter madness of differing opinions. Do you think he's posting them because he just wants to stir the pot or is it stuff that you think he believes? No, no, he's not. He's it, there's there's no there's no bias to them. He's asking questions like, and, and, and in this case, the question was, what is something that you think is BS, but you know, everybody's kind of, you know, been led to believe, you know, something okay. like that. So he's not taking a side. He's just, gotcha. he's, he's throwing the question out there. Gotcha. So he's not saying this is red. Tell me why it isn't like, kind no, of thing, right? he's okay. stirring up the hornet's nest is what he's doing because yeah. he knows half the people are going to, you know, go on one end, the other half are going to go on the other. And then they're just going to fight for, you know, days on end. Right. So, you know, you've get, so you have people that are just like, oh, you know, religion or, you know, uh, somebody will, will, will say, you know, fair elections, you know, stuff like that. Right. And, and this one chick posts that the, that the earth is round. That's one thing that everybody tells you to believe, but it's not really true. And I'm like, what, what? <laughs> so hashtag Kyrie Irving. <laughs> so we talked last week about how I have people that are like, well, I've, I've heard of people that believe in QAnon, but I've never really seen one out in the wild. I've heard of flat earthers. I've never actually spoken or talked to one or seen one out in the wild. Right. Do you think she was at all just stirring the pot as well? No. And here's why, because I took a, <laughs> I took a, a shot of the, uh, the post that she took and, or the post that she, uh, she wrote. And here's what she said. Uh, so her response was that the earth is a spinning ball. And someone said, well, um, you know, how, how is that not true? How is that a scam? And her response was, well, 200 verses in the Bible tells us the world is stable, firmament, on day four of creation, he only put the sun, the moon, the stars, and the dome. I just choose to believe God over man because we lie, he doesn't. So my immediate response is, you do realize the Bible was written by men, right? <laughs> the same men who in recent times have taken advantage of little boys. <laughs> but that's an aside. But that's a different story. Yeah. All right. And then, of course, like she just gets lit up. Like absolutely just gets lit up. And doesn't really respond to that point, but I'm like, well, holy shit. She's, she's probably crying in the corner. So now I'm like, this is my neighbor. This is someone that I know that I live, you know, within a mile or two of. So I, I click on her profile and she's fairly young, which is really sad. I mean, she looks like she's between 
college and adult age. So anywhere between 18 and maybe 24. Okay, I'm glad you said at least 18 because I was going to joke that you have an OnlyFans site. <laughs> she might. Uh, but I, I mean, how do you feel about that? I, a couple years ago, somebody, and coincidentally on Facebook as well, somebody posted something and I responded to it. And I really do try to keep an open mind. And I do try to end a lot of discussions with, look, we can agree to disagree. Like, I don't, you, you have your beliefs, I have mine. Yeah. But people really struggle with that. It's yes. either I'm right and you're wrong, or yeah. you know, there's there's no in between. Or your thing just doesn't make sense, right? right? And so this thing I posted, I don't know, it's probably gotta be about 10 years ago now. The comment I made, a friend of mine called me out on it and he's like, Your your comment is basically saying they can only be right if they agree with you. And I'm like, Well, that's not what I meant, but that is in essence what I wrote. But as you started the episode, you've seen when I write things on Facebook, it's not always the best. <laughs> <laughs> So, but it really, that really stuck with me. So whenever I post something, I do try to take that extra couple minutes when I'm making a statement of some kind. So the thing is, I don't want to kick any religious people in the balls here either, but if you believe in the the Bible that was written 2,000 years ago, right, where they didn't have the technology we have, they didn't have the means to see, read, understand what we've gone through, and not to mention, we've seen things. And again, I know we don't trust videos with deep fakes and we don't trust photos with Forrest Gump meeting Nixon and stuff like that from the movie. I get it. But there's so many photos that have been taken over time. And so many, and I've experienced this, so many high-powered telescopes that you can see the other fucking planets that are around. Yeah. So... There's proof out there if you just want to step back and listen if, to if it. If you want to, yeah, if you want to find it, you will find it. Yeah. I mean, and it even goes beyond 2000 years ago. I mean, you know, guys like Socrates and Plato, like they they knew the earth was round like thousands of years ago. It's not yeah. not just, you know, 2000 years ago, like 4 or 5000 years ago. Yeah, but, but they were like, you know, witches and shit when and wizards when they start doing stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, no, days. I get that. I get that. And times change, but I mean, you know, Anyone who's ever seen a photo from the top of Mount Everest, you know, you could almost see the curvature of the earth. Anyone that's flown in a plane higher than 40,000 feet, you can see out the window the curvature of the earth, right? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's visual evidence, but, you know, and then there's this whole fact of, hey, I can fly around the earth in a circle. I can get on a boat and leave one side of the continent and a week and a half later arrive at the other side of the continent. Like, yeah. th there's just, there's... I really struggle with the educational system. If <laughs> there are people out there that all the means to, to prove yourself wrong are there, you just choose not to see it. Why don't we not pick on the educational systems, considering we talked about me having a GED? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you mentioned a couple good things, though. One is the flying around the world, right? Yeah. I've done that, right? My wife and I, when we, we did a trip where we literally flew around the world, mm -hmm. right? Um, there was about 18 months in between because we stopped into New York, but we had a ticket that was an around the world ticket. So we've done that. We went one way, we kept going and we ended up back in the same place. Yeah. The other thing is I would just like, I mean, honestly, clearly the world's not going to be lost if this lady dies, right? I don't know her. <laughs> she should just get in a fucking boat and start her way across the ocean. And hopefully she's right. And then she just falls off somewhere. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I, yeah, I, I just don't get it. The other thing is, so I mentioned it briefly, but I'm not kidding you. When I was in Australia, we did this thing in the outback where this guy set up these telescopes, which allowed us to go look at them and you could, we saw Saturn and we could see the fucking rings around Saturn. Yeah, that's insane. And it was so fucking amazing. Like I can't even put into words how amazing it was to see that. Um, and there was one other planet. I don't remember which side of Saturn it was, but so it's just something that it was, I, like you said, there's so many ways to prove otherwise. So yeah. look, um, but if you don't want to believe it, I mean, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Like people will find reasons to not believe it. You know, the same reason why you can go and Google any topic right now and find two opposing, you know, arguments for either side. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, the other thing is too, it's like, I'm sure the argument is like, like with ghosts, right? The argument there is, oh, well, there's been proof, but you don't believe it, right? I really want to believe. I mm -hmm. so want to believe in ghosts. I want to believe in aliens. I want to believe in all that shit. I just haven't seen anything that gets me across the, eh, it could have been faked. I got a question for you because this happened to me the other day and it's happened before too. Um, when you line up at a place, right? doesn't matter what place it is. And not, I'm not talking about an amusement park or nothing like that, but let's say a CVS, which is where it happened. And the person in front of you, like sometimes you get online at the ATM and the person is balancing the national debt. Right? <laughs> I don't know what they're doing, but it's taking so long. Right. What is your reaction when you're in that line? Are you just like thinking, well, this sucks, but you wait? Or do you kind of um, make any verbal cues like the her mumph, like i can't believe this like what do you do uh well i was diagnosed at an early age with uh wrong line disorder so <laughs> i 100 percent of the time pick this if there's more than one line i will pick the slowest line 100 percent of the time every time oh just just so you know that's actually a law that's the law of lines yeah so whatever that law is, I subscribe to it because every single time I'm somewhere, it's like, I don't want to pick the line because whatever line I pick is going to be the longest one. So I've gotten used to it. So I, to be honest with you, I, it's not a big deal to me. I just wait. Okay. So that, well, I just want to clarify a little bit because in that one, you've kind of given yourself an out. You said there were two lines. The example I'm using and what happened with me, there's only one line. There's right. one person serving the people. So the other day I'm in line and my thing, like if, look, if I'm in my car at the ATM, I might actually verbally say, I, oh, I can't fucking believe how long this is taking, but I don't say it to the person because they have the right to be at that machine as long as they need to. I do think it's silly when people go and literally balance the national debt while they're there, but still they have the right to do that. And so I was on a line at a CVS the other day and the, the lady was taking forever. I don't know what the fuck she so was So was it doing. the checkout lady or was it the person in line? It was both. The The lady in line was like asking follow-up questions and what about this? And then I, my guess is based on some of the comments, she might have only had say $30 on her. And so I got to get rid of this because I can't afford it. Like there was a lot of that going on. There was prescriptions involved and stuff like that. Oh, geez. That's so nice. the lady behind me was just huffing and puffing about it. And I wasn't happy about it either, but I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything. But it reminded me of the story when I was going to Australia in 2004. So when I was going to Australia, I had to get, at the time, I had no idea, like, I, I fuck, first of all, I didn't know anybody there. I didn't know what the process was going to be for, like, medical and stuff like that once I got there. And so I went to CVS to get, coincidentally, it was a CVS as well. I went to a CVS to get 
basically three months of prescriptions. And as you may or may not know, when you take a prescription, they don't give you 90 days, 120 days at CVS. You usually do that in mail order, which at the mm-hmm. time wasn't as big. Yeah, you get the minimum. You get the minimum. So it's usually like one month's worth. So there was a, the lady was on the phone with my doctor. She was on the phone with the insurance company. So it was taking forever, I'll be honest. But there was only one lady there, and she was helping me. The lady behind me started leaning around me, saying to the lady, hey, can I, can, I just, can I just get my medicine and go? Can I just get my medicine and go? So the first time I let it go, I didn't say anything. The lady's like, no, sorry, I'm helping him. You know, uh, if you could just please wait. Like, Fine, go another couple minutes. Now she's behind me. Oh, this is ridiculous. Oh, I can't believe this. About two or three minutes in, she re- leans over again. And she says to the lady, look, I, I just, I'm just going to give you this. Just give me my prescription so I can pay you and go. So me, being the non-wise-ass person that I am, I turned around to her and I said, look, let me explain to you. This is a line. You're next. Let me explain to you what next means. It means when I'm done, you get to go because <laughs> you're next. <laughs> I go, but right now, you're not next. So please get behind me and wait because I'm in line. And like the lady fucking, I thought she was going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> was her name Karen? No, she, she might have been. Um, so yeah. But I was just curious. I was just curious how you act in a line. I, I'm usually the patient one. I, I usually, there are times, if I have to be somewhere, um, I might get a little edgy. But if, if I'm just, you know, out and about and I have nowhere to be, I'm usually like, all right, whatever. Also, if I'm in line with somebody, I usually tend to fuck around. Yeah. Um, like I remember once at a restaurant with your aunt, we were waiting and I actually, I wasn't talking. I was just sitting there. We were waiting in the line though. And I know where I turned to her and I'm like, what are you thinking about? I don't know. (laughs) She's like thinking about later. I got to go shopping. I got to do this. I got to do that. She's like, why? I go, I have thought of a wise ass comment for every single person who has walked in the door. (laughs) I go, that is, that is how I am sparing. I'm spending my time. Jesus. So not surprised. Not surprised. So speaking of time and all things change in time, have you been paying attention to this whole Roe v. Wade, uh, you know, catastrophe that's going on right now? The apocalyptic bomb that is going to get come out soon based on the leak. Yeah, it's somehow it got leaked that the Supreme Court was working on the, the language to permanently overturn Roe v. Wade, which means that it can be re- overturned in a future session of the Supreme Court when the, the Democrats have the, uh, have the advantage, which I don't know how I feel about that. At this point, we're just playing ping pong. But only by the Supreme Court, right? So there's two things that happen when people apply to the Supreme Court. And this is a little bit my business law 101 that I took. Yeah, they're, they're lifetime appointments. We know that. Well, yeah, that's ridiculous, but that's a separate story. So two things that happen. You apply to, not, not as a member of the Supreme Court, but you apply for a ruling. And it's two items. And I'm, I, my cousin uh, Bologna will be proud that I remember this. You either get accepted and they're going to evaluate your case. And once they make a ruling on it, you're done. Nobody else can come. There's no appeals. There's nothing. It's done. The other one, it's called, I believe it's called certiorari denied which means they're like, yeah, we're done with this. We're not, we're not even going to take on this case. So that means also your case is dead. Mm-hmm. So one way or another, when you apply to the Supreme Court, you either get a ruling or you get, we're not taking this on, so your case is done. Yeah, it's the highest court in the land. There's yeah. nowhere else to go. So 
the thing is, and Roe v. Roe versus Wade for people who don't know, and we are in 17 countries now, so it's possible some of the people outside of the US. And we still have US, flat earthers, so it's possible. Yes, some of the people who don't know this was, and I don't remember the exact year, so pardon me on it, it made abortion legal. So with, with overturning it would be, it'll become illegal to get an abortion. No, I, I think actually where they're headed with this is they're, the Supreme Court is saying, you know what, this isn't a government decision. This isn't a federal government decision. We're going to push it down to the state level, right? So what, for example, Texas, I believe just voted or they, they put forth a bill that if it becomes a law, will make abortions illegal in the state of Texas. They're not saying we're going to make it illegal. They're just saying it shouldn't be a decision that's made at the federal level. So from my friend, uh, Google, uh, 1973, Supreme, oh, wow. Court, that recent? Supreme oh. Court ruled that the constitution of the United States protects a pregnant woman's liberty to choose to have an abortion without government restrictions. So now what they're doing is they're going to reverse that and governments, like you just said, Texas mm -hmm. can make rules that it's illegal, right. which is funny because Texas won't do abortions, yet they give people the death the death uh, chamber or the death sentence death penalty, every, like yeah. fucking every day. Here's the thing with this, and I, as a country, this is what continues to disappoint me about the U.S. First of all, we're not learning from history, Right. Anytime you make something like this illegal, whatever your stance is on it, I'm not even questioning people's stance on it. You wanna, mm -hmm. you wanna believe it's immoral? Fine. You wanna believe it's anti-God? Fine. I don't give a fuck. You believe whatever you wanna believe on this. You're going to make people get these in fucking chop shops? Yeah. Illegally. Right. They're gonna go back to coat hangers, and people who are listening think I'm saying that as a joke. No, I am that was not. A thing. That was people a thing used to use coat hangers to do abortions. So they're putting now not only the baby, but women at risk. Mm -hmm. So again, prohibition. I know it's a much lighter topic, but prohibition. They made it illegal. People went out and drank anyway. Yeah. So much so that they fucking reversed it years later. I, I cannot, I continuously am disappointed in this country with everything that's happening over the last five or six years. And this is yet another example. And yeah. I have no problem saying my views on it. My views on it is it's a woman's choice. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. It's her body. Now, if I'm in the relationship, I would like a say in it because it is potentially my kid or the mailman's, but I still think ultimately the woman should have the right to do what she wants. So it's just, it's, it pisses me off. It's I have a good solution to this problem. What? I'm, I'm, I'm fine with the federal government saying we don't want to decide, right? I'm fine with them saying push it down to the states only if since it involves entirely a woman's body, only women can vote on this specific topic. Well, I'm not a fan of that rule. <laughs> <laughs> of course you're not, you fucking misogynistic pig. Suffrage was just a bad play. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, if you're going to put it up for a vote, make it so that only women can vote for it. If every woman in the state decides that abortion should be legal, okay, cool. I, I will support it for that state if I lived in that state. If they don't, I, I support it the other way as well. Like yeah, it shouldn't, I, you shouldn't have a bunch of 75 year old dudes making this decision. And, yeah. and let's be real. That's what's happening. There's a bunch of 75 year old dudes making this decision on behalf of, I don't know what, 160 million women. I, I, I like the logic of women, only women should be able to vote on it. I don't have an issue with that, but 
the the issue is, as we've seen with relatively recent elections, let's say five and a half years ago, sometimes, you know, people shouldn't be voting. <laughs> it leads to bad things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Sorry. When 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 this country was created, we all signed up for that. I know we, you know, most of us were didn't have a choice. We were born here, but sorry, it, good or bad, you know, you, you kind of have to go with the whole democracy thing because that's what you hang your hat on at the end yeah, of the no, day. I agree. I agree. Because in yeah. theory, it is the people voting on X, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah no, I hear you. So, and I agree. I mean, I mean, maybe you put educational limits on who can vote. No, you can't do that. That, that, that defeats the whole purpose. But, you know. There goes my vote. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just, it's stuff like this that what's going to end up happening at the end of the day is now what you're going to do is all the Republicans, all the red states are going to, you know, make it illegal. All the blue states are going to, you know, make it legal. And now all of a sudden people are going to be faced with a choice. Do I want to stay in my home state that I was born in and lived in in my entire life? Or do I have to leave because my beliefs no longer align with, with my state? So instead of us all being this country, now what's going to happen is we're, and you're already seeing it in the last five years, you're already seeing the division just between people like fuck families. We're, we're losing family members because the, the views are so opposite that they just can't, they can't sit in the same room and have Thanksgiving dinner together because that that's all they want to talk about. But so yeah. you're just going to end up with this like dystopian society of like, you know, red states and blue states. And then it gets into well, like who's right and who's wrong. Well, you know, nobody's necessarily right or wrong, but okay, well, I want to go to Vegas. Well, Vegas is a blue is, is a, is a red state, right? Our, is, Nevada's Vegas, a, is, is, Nevada's Vegas a, is a red state, I believe. Yeah, see, I, I, they might be one of the teeter totters, like Utah. Okay, great. I want to go to Utah, red state, big red state, right? Nobody so, wants to go to Utah. <laughs> and there's some really nice skiing mountains up in Utah. So, and some and some really big lakes I've heard with lots of salt in them. All right, all right. Moving on. Be a, it was supposed to be a comedy podcast. There's there's nothing funny about uh, <clears throat> Roe v. Wade. Nothing. Yeah. You know, the other thing is another thing that really bothers me is the misalignment of certain rules and by that i mean you can join the military at a certain age but you can't drink you can't drink you can't vote uh so you can go to war but you can't drink and you can't gamble so i actually don't care what the number is i don't care if it all happens at 16 i don't care if it all happens at 21 i don't give a shit if it all happens at 25 but being able to fight for your country have a drink have a smoke gamble and vote should all be aligned yeah, it should well, all be the same number. I don't care what number it is. It should all be the same number. Yeah, no, I agree. So, I, I definitely but agree. But I'll, I'll get off my soapbox now. All right. Um, moving on to lighter topics, David. Have you ever thought about laser hair removal? Dude, you know how many lasers it would take to remove all the hair on my body? Well, what about targeted? Millions. What about targeted? And this isn't even an ad for a laser hair removal company. But if they want to sponsor us and send in info and money... We'll clip it into this. I'm surprised this Manscaped hasn't called us because we've mentioned their products multiple times and we always talk about balls and hairy things. Yes. Um, Manscaped, if you're listening, get on it. They're not. Trim these balls. These nuts. As I'm getting older, right, hair is popping up in places that you don't really want it, right? Like the ears, the uh, eyebrows, right? They're thicker than they've always were. So much so that I usually let the hair cutter like trim them when she they ask. 
And every once in a while, I'm like, oh, no, they look all right. And the, my haircut is like, really? I'm like, okay, cut them. <laughs> so I'm, I was, I've been given a think about laser hair removal on my ears. Are your ears getting that bad? Uh, well, enough that, I, you know how like there's people out there who enjoy popping pimples? They yeah. like almost yeah. get off on it. Yep. My wife loves pulling ear hairs out and it fucking hurts. So even if there's five on each year, it's fucking annoying. And she, every once in a while, if we're in the bathroom together getting ready, she sees it. She has a fucking field day. It's like Christmas morning. She'll go pull them out. <laughs> so I was like, you know, maybe I'll look into laser hair removal. Um, and, you know, I actually asked one or two girls if they've had it, my wife being one of them and, and a friend. And they they have had it around the bikini area, both, both of them said, but mm-hmm. nothing more. Like no, like, permanent Brazilian or anything like that because – both of them implied it was too painful on the bikini line, let alone to go further. Got it. So that gets me a little worried. So I was just curious if that's something you ever thought about. No. I mean, sadly, I, I would be a good candidate for it. Um, I shave my chest. I shave my upper body. Um, I shave my arms, mainly because I have tattoos and I like to actually see them. Um, I don't go below the waist. Well, I don't go below the legs, right? Because I have really hairy legs because I'm fucking Italian and that's just, it is what it is. I do pluck the occasional hair. So like if I, if I see something on my ear or, you know, in a place where there's not supposed to be a hair, I'll pluck it. Um, I do still, I'm still at a point where I can pluck the gray hairs no, like I'm so my, past that. <laughs> in my eyebrows, like, you know, obviously not on my head, but like if I see like a gray hair coming out of like one of my eyebrows and I have some pretty full dark eyebrows, I would say every month I probably have maybe five gray hairs on either eyebrow. At some point in time, there's going to be more gray hairs than I can pluck and it's going to start looking like I have like, you know, patches of hair missing. So uh, I'm going to have to go with either dying or just, you know, just fucking forget it. And who cares? Dying like you do your hair? Yes. Don't lie to our listeners. I don't. Look at, look at the gray hairs. You can see it. Look, you've used, you've used that color in before, haven't you though? I tried, uh, (laughs) the just for men gray thing. Cause my dad was like, Oh, you gotta try it. It's fucking amazing. And I did it and it was all right, but it was such a pain in the ass and you have to wear gloves when you do it. Otherwise you get like dye all over your fingers and under your fingernails. And I was like, this isn't worth it. Not only that, my wife's like, yeah, I kind of like the salt and pepper look anyways. Yeah. So I, I actually, I don't think I've ever had a gray hair in my eyebrows. But like you, I've gotten to a point, well, like you said, it's going to happen to you. I've gotten to a point in my goatee and my beard, I used to be able to pull the five to 10 gray oh, hairs. Oh, fuck that. No, I was, way that was 10 years ago, 20 yeah, years ago for me. <laughs> so what about, speaking of manscaping, what about down there? I've started seeing some grays down there. Those I still pluck. Those are those are pure principle because oh, there's very no. few and far between. No, I, I, God damn it! I knew you were gonna <laughs> fucking go here. <laughs> I'm assuming there's hair down there. Maybe there isn't hair. But. There is. There is. I, I like to keep it like I, I like to keep it nice and trim. Let's just put it that way. High and tight. <laughs> High and tight. Yeah, sure. Business in the front, party in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Gumby to the side. What about your ass hairs? No. <laughs> I uh, I just let them go. I don't see them. That's there's no very. Um, you, speaking of speaking of hair, you wore a hat every single episode that we recorded for YouTube. Yeah. Now yeah. that we record with no video, you don't wear a hat. Why are we always wearing a hat? What was the reason? 
You not like your hair? Didn't want uh, to do it up? I've always been a hat person. Ever since I was in like college, I wore a hat almost. In fact, I'm surprised I'm not completely bald because I wore a hat every day of the first four years of college. I mean, for anyone that's counting, I went to college for six years <laughs> uh, and not on purpose. There was no additional degree at the end of that. We call uh, them doctors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so shocking that I'm not completely bald from just wearing a hat every day, but I was just, I was always a hat person. And then for me, you and I were recording during the pandemic and I wasn't showering probably as often as I normally would shower had I had it like a job to go to during the day. So yeah, so my hair was a mess. So rather than actually like do my hair, I was, you know, I just covered up with a hat and then it got to a point. It was like, all right, how many hats do I have? I think I have enough hats to wear one every episode. So that became a thing. Gotcha. All right. So, um, I'm going to end on some dick stuff here. <laughs> Hold on. Before uh, we go to dick stuff, yes. you just, and I just did, <laughs> you and I did a one crazy question. I, I want to say it was like 50 episodes ago. Okay. And it was name the one thing that you dislike the most yes. about the other person. And you said my smell, and I said that you didn't come back from Arizona. Right. Okay. I thought it would be fun if we did the opposite. Name the one thing that you most like about the other person. Okay, so then I got a question for you. How do we fill that radio silence? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll, well do that I, next Michael, episode. I, Michael, have something that I like very much about you oh that's nice uh, is so, it that i got a friend named david <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll make the, put it in the list we'll make that next week's one oh, crazy so question you need, so you really need time to think about this don't you no no i just thought that i have a couple of dick things to talk about that i want to talk a about. couple of dick things yeah yeah all right can't go go through an episode without talking about dicks mm -hmm. can we yes all so right. first of all we've been told we should trademark the name penis car wash. <laughs> I've had, sadly, two different people tell me that. Um, which is the line I said about uh, a, a girl being willing enough to storm into a high school locker room without even knowing what was going on in there. Um, I mentioned that in last week's episodes. The other thing was, and I have to take it with a grain of salt because it was in the New York Post. The other thing is, I could not, it was, I saw it online. I could not get a picture where this item was unblurred. So, meaning, normally when you read an article and it's like, oh, this has happened, you fucking Google it and you can see like the original photo where they right. don't edit it. Right. Supposedly there was a guy who Dick just fell off. What? Yeah, just fell off. Oh, a few God, years I'm ago. fucking terrified now. So nothing happened, no signs in advance. His dick just fell off. He had to have like leprosy or something like that. That just I don't know. fucking just happened. I don't know. So hold on, story gets worse. So because of that, the doctors decided to do some sort of skin graft to grow a new dick, right? Using science. To and grow a dick. A new dick. But because it needed a place to go, they grew it on his arm. Oh, Jesus Christ, this thing gets better. And so the guy went a couple years while it was growing to size with a dick on his arm. So if anybody, please, I know I shouldn't be asking for dick photos, but I'm going to. If anybody finds this photo unedited with a guy with his dick on his arm 
And I beg our listeners not to make their own of this. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll send you a dick pic if you want. Yeah, I don't need somebody to <laughs> lean their dick on somebody else's arm. That's not what I'm asking for. <laughs> I could just go into my camera roll if I wanted that. <laughs> if any, It's a New York Post article. If you type in penis on arm, this article will come up and you can read it. Um, so I would just love to see that um, what that looks like because the article talked about how he was like working in a store and he reached too far and the dick popped out of his his shirt oh jesus christ yeah, so it, did he get like an arm erection i need to know like i have so many questions i, I don't know yeah exactly god so, damn it can we get this guy on the show i am sure we can what else has he got going on <laughs> probably howard look, stern yeah probably <laughs> joe rogan <laughs> all right david anything else no i have nothing else for you michael with that i am michael carter and I'm David Michael. And we are ridiculously bored. Two dicks, one arm. <laughs> <laughs>